Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Spiritual Insights with Charlotte Spicer. Spirituality and Metaphysics Talk Radio, featuring a course in miracles, dream interpretation, guided meditation, and the psychic and metaphysics free-for-all. It's your opportunity to consult with a professional psychic medium, discuss past lives, the chakras, and more. We are non-denominational, and there are no limits. Want to change your life? You must first change your mind. 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 No matter your religious structure, cultivate peace in your reality through self-awareness with an authentic spiritual teacher. And now, your host, Charlotte Spicer. Thank you so much for tuning in to Spiritual Insights and our weekly dream interpretation segment, which is live. And while dreams are the foundation for the segment, a spontaneous reading may occur. And whatever I'm guided to say is what I will offer you. Our sponsor, as always, and this will remain for the next several months, is David A. Dunn, author of Get Life Right, 10-Minute Reads. If you're interested in helping to get life-changing books into the hands of those who need it, please visit GetLifeRight.com for an opportunity to read free downloads and receive free books. You do have the opportunity to become an ongoing team member of placers. And what a placer is, is they take books and place them in public areas such as waiting rooms, public transportation, anywhere where people have time on their hands and may need some insight into a situation in their life, and this would give them some very sound advice. Don't forget that I will be here each Wednesday and now Saturdays at 3 p.m. Eastern for Live Psychic Dream Interpretation. You can submit a dream ahead of time if it's especially long or if you wake up, say, on a Monday and think, let me send this dream over and I can call into the show and discuss it, just uh, go to the website, spiritualinsightsradio.weebly.com. That's my temporary temporary website while I have a much larger interactive site designed. Um, And you can submit a dream, a question, a symbol. There are also uh, free document downloads. You can download a document with uh, Dream Interpretation Basics or Dream Basics. Lots of tips and tricks in there. It's not too late to dial in. The number is area code 347-934-0751. If you would like to discuss a dream, go ahead and dial. Press 1. Be sure that you hear the blog talk radio robot say that you are now in the host queue. Otherwise, I will not see you. I interpreted a dream a a little earlier today where someone had a dream that they were in a hidden room. And they wanted to know 
what this meant because it was very confusing to them. The room was hidden. It led to another room by way of a staircase, and yet the first step was so high they couldn't get up onto the step. Nearby, they saw a leg brace lying on the step, and this doesn't seem very obvious to them. And, and that's an issue when we have our own dreams. Sometimes we're very quick to understanding someone else's dream, but when it comes to our own, we have a bit of a hard time. The reason this is is because we're emotionally invested in what the answer may be. We wonder in the back of our minds, is this bad news? Is this good news? Or is this simply telling me you're on the right track? In this case, this person is certainly on the right track because they now know that in order to move forward or succeed or some of the other words I used was um, a desire to grow, excel, win, get promoted, complete a project. You have to take the first step, and that's sometimes the hardest thing to do. It may seem out of reach. It may seem impossible. And you may have that tape that plays in your head saying, I can't do this, it's too hard. Or you may even have other people in your life that are saying those things. You can't do that. There's no way. You can't fit that into your schedule. You have children to take care of. Lots of times people don't mean to put us down. They think what they're doing is for our highest good. But the best thing to do is to listen to your conscience. Tap into your intuition and feel what you should do. Try not to decide based on data. Don't look at your schedule and declare something impossible just because you don't see where it can be rearranged. But if you feel it's something that you really need to do, then you have to take that first step and make the decision and acknowledge the, the desire to accomplish something, to maybe go back to school, to start a new business, to rekindle a relationship or repair a relationship with a member of your family. But sometimes we need help, and that's what the leg brace in this dream was representing. It represents support on some level from a partner or a family unit as a whole, whether it's physically in the form of money or help with scheduling or taking care of children in the form of babysitting or housework, getting a ride to where you need to go if you don't have a reliable vehicle, these are things on the physical level that assist us. On a mental level, it's someone who is just there to help you get over your own self-talk. Emotionally, somebody who says, I understand I want you to succeed, or just simply some moral support in the form of encouragement rather than criticism, doubt, perceiving a situation as easily solved, and telling the person, being their cheerleading section, the goal is attainable, you can do it. But in dreams like this, we need to really take stock in what's holding us back. Is it ourselves? Is it others? Is it money? Is it something in another form? Address the situation calmly and picture your goal. Work your way back in a backwards fashion. Set the goal and then see what needs to take place in order to take those steps and rise to the occasion of accomplishing that goal. This is often helpful in setting short-term plans and long-term plans. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. If you have a question, please dial area code 347-934-0751 and press 1. I will hang on for just a few more minutes. I do not see any calls at the moment. 
but I will give it a couple of minutes, and if you want to call in, do so now. Otherwise, I will just uh, end the segment with this little bit of information, and I will be available to speak again on Wednesday at 3 o'clock Eastern. I'm going to go to commercial and see if I can't think of something else to talk about. The odds of a young girl being discovered by an industry insider while singing to herself pumping gas? One in 300 million. The odds of the daughter of a clergyman from Southern Maryland spending 11 weeks at number one on the U.S. singles charts? One in 19 million. The odds of going on to win six Grammy Awards? One in 1.4 million. The odds of selling over 40 million records? One in 800,000. The odds of this musician and performer having a child diagnosed with autism? One in 88. I'm Tony Braxton, and I encourage you to learn more at autismspeaks.org slash signs. Early diagnosis can make a lifetime of difference. Autism Speaks, it's time to listen. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Explore new areas of interest, expand your knowledge, and gain clarity about your life's purpose at the Ocala Inner Center. Affectionately known as OIC, the Ocala Inner Center, just two blocks south of Town Square, offers workshops, classes, healing meditations, and special events for the Ocala, Gainesville, and Central Florida spiritual community. Check out our calendar of events at OcalaInnerCenter.com. And if you're looking for a place for your next workshop or seminar, go to OcalaInnerCenter.com and give Jean a call. And we're back. I went through some notes and looked at some of the dreams that I received in recent weeks, and several of which contained uh, images of police activity where a police officer was present and the dreamer went through a series of emotions. So I promised to uh, chat about this on the air. I guess I better make good on that promise. What this is pointing to, depending upon the personal imagery, most often it happens around the image of a home. Uh, I find that more often than not, someone it, the dream begins with someone wandering around outside of their home cannot find their home. It generally points to daily life, and it's about how we're feeling about what's happening in our home, depending on the imagery again. It can be other areas. However, this is uh, the common denominator that I found. It has to do with how you're processing your daily events and how you're holding yourself accountable. What police do is they provide regulation. They ensure our safety. They provide, so to speak, the moral guidelines to which we direct our decisions, our thoughts, and our words. If we violate these guidelines, then, of course, from a higher level, from the level of soul, we're going to feel self-punishing. And that's often when you'll see a, a police officer in a dream because it's an aspect of you that is holding yourself accountable for your thoughts, words, or actions. It's also associated with the need for keeping order and control. You may have someone in your household 
who in the obvious examples of a teenager or someone who has a volatile personality, this may be telling you that you need to step up to the plate and take control of the situation and take those steps necessary to remedy it. Does a child need additional corrective action? Do they need to, quote, be detained and perhaps punished and um, not permitted to engage in social activities? Grounded is the word I'm looking for. You know, should you ground them? If it's an adult, is this something where you really need to make a decision and, quote, take it to the courtroom of your mind and get the situation resolved, either through your own decisions or that of someone else? The clothing a police officer may be of importance. For instance, a plainclothes officer, that might indicate someone's attitude towards the situation where they're trying to impose their will on the situation. A police officer in uniform can point to spiritual or karmic laws it all depends on the imagery. I would need to know what else is going on. A police station would indicate a place from which those decisions are made and how that control is maintained. So you can take a look at the, what's happening around it to give you an idea of the emotions associated with that. Okay, well, I'm going to go to the first call and hang out as long as I can. And area code 256, you are up first. Hi there. How are you? Hi, Charlotte. This is Kimberly. How are you? Oh, hey, Kimberly. What's going on? Um, everything's good. I just had a weird dream. What happened? Well, uh, I dream. I was dreaming, and then it looks like I was at some type of auditorium or something. Okay. And uh, Sean P. Diddy Combs. You know any? You know him? He's like a, a producer. Puff, Puff you Daddy? know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Sean. His name? Are you saying yeah, Sean Holmes? Okay. Yeah. Anyway, he came up to me and he said that, I don't know if I had just given a speech or what, I don't know what it was. It was like something had happened after. And he came up to me on stage and asked me if I needed help with anything. I don't know what that meant. <laughs> uh, I kind of woke up and I was like, that's crazy. And I went back to sleep. I know. Sometimes you should you just say what the heck and and kind of let it go. (laughs) Yeah, I did. Okay. Well, here's here's where I can go with this. An auditorium is going to be part of a larger building, which is indicative of your potential. Like, say it's in a school, right? And a school is a place of learning and growing and acquiring knowledge and practicing. Because in school, especially in the auditorium, this is something where we can practice a skill like a sport or a talent like um, singing or acting. You know, whatever aspect of self is needing to be uh, augmented through practice, this can point to what's going on in your mind and what you want to do. So here comes Sean Combs, and it depends largely on your personal feelings about him. But the basics that we all know, the universal information about Sean, is that he's successful, he's creative, like you said, he's a producer, he's got a lot of money, he's got a lot of confidence. What we've also witnessed recently is he tends to overstep his bounds, right? Right. 
He also, in my observation of him over the years, he would change his name a lot. Not to say this applies right. to you, but this is just something to consider. And when people change their names a lot, they, that's an identity crisis. So Sean, despite his level of confidence and talent and success, deep down might be harboring feelings of, who am I? Does that make sense? Oh, my God. Okay. That's, yeah. that's my major observation of Sean. I will not call him P. Diddy, Puff Daddy. Stop with the morph, you know. I was, I was watching Dave Chappelle, and he, and he walked by all these different pictures of Sean and mentioned all his different names. And I, and I couldn't even laugh. I would just shake my head because I feel so bad for the guy. <laughs> as funny as Dave is, I love Dave, but it, it – I just knew deep down that I feel that Sean um, has deep feelings of, you know, self-worth to where if he doesn't feel comfortable, he says, well, I'll just make an adjustment to my name and present myself to the world this way. So there's that oh, facade that we, that we put on. There's a mask we wear that we put on to present to the world so that we're perceived in the manner in which we want people to perceive us. Now, what this points to is a fear of being yourself, fear of being yourself. And this is going to take you back to where other people, whether it's your parents, family, teachers, clergy, neighbors, community, doesn't matter. That fear of being criticized, put down, ignored, which is horrible. Indifference is harder to take than criticism or applause. Does that make sense? Oh my God! When you when you said who am I? Because I was just asking God this week. I said, you know, I'm confident that I'm creative. I don't know which way to go. And I, but I was like, what am I really here for? Who am I? I said, I'm not just a teacher. I'm not just supposed to be in public education. There's got to be something else. And I just and and because of that, you know, I really wasn't motivated to do anything else. Mm-hmm. Let me take you further. In an auditorium, that's where people assemble, a lot of people. When there's large groups uh-huh. of people in a dream, that's all aspects of self coming together for total integration and unity. There was nobody that you mentioned in the audience, right? You think you may have just given a talk? Right. But you don't see anybody and you didn't hear any applause. No. You just had the feeling that you just did something. Right. And now you're kind of by yourself, which might feel like you don't see where it's going. You don't see any evidence of appreciation, right? So here comes exactly. Sean. Okay. Well, here comes Sean. And what did he say? He said, can I help you? Is there something I can help you with? Right. Right. So what he's basically saying is as he re- represents an aspect of you that knows how to coordinate and direct the project and bring it to its rightful place of success, that's that side wow. of you, the intellectual side, the assertive side, the courageous side, the side that can get out in front of an audience and be comfortable no matter how you feel deep down inside. Wow. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Pretty easy, really. Yes. But when, when, yeah. I, when you see Sean. Wow. Yeah, well, I've been doing this a long time. I had a dream about Tom Cruise once. He had the wings of an of an angel and was carrying me. Wow. And then in the background, I could see the name of my business on the side of a building, and that building was under construction. So taking wow. my personal feelings about Tom Cruise and looking at the name of my business on the side of a building that doesn't exist, 
tells me, trust in the angels, and they will help you build it, right? Right. Yeah. Wow. It, anything else I can help you with? Yeah, I, I today, uh, I was tutoring at school, and I had this thought. I was like, you know what, I can get back to tutoring. I could just have a tutoring service of my own. Yes, you could. You know? And I was mm-hmm. just, and it was a, it was peaceful. When I thought about it, it was peaceful. Mm-hmm. So. You got, are you saying uh, when you when this thought entered your head, you became peaceful? Yes. That's a solution. That is okay. a solution. What subject do you major in? Biology and chemistry. That's right. I remember. Yeah. Because I'd like to hook up with a very very good uh, English teacher to help budding authors uh, clean up their work. If you think of anybody, let me know. Just give me a call at home. Okay. I appreciate it. Okay. Well, well, this sounds like a cool dream. I hope you're on your way to stepping out from behind the curtain. Look at look at the <laughs> aspect of a stage. You're peeking out. You're looking who's watching, who's criticizing. You know, let it all go. Just be yourself. Okay. After everything we've talked about, and I've gotten so many cool comments about our previous the previous segment where we were talking, um, everybody was just amazed, and um, I mean, you've already come so far in just a couple weeks. A little farther yeah. to go, nobody's going to be able to stop you. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. I have, and I'm working on the Course of Miracles, too. <gasps> Excellent. How do you like it so far? <laughs> oh, I like it. I like it. Yeah. I did a segment this week with Dr. Rosenthal. He's on the board of directors for the foundation that publishes that book. Uh-huh. He's been a student of that book wow. before, before it was published, and he knows the people who took it down, uh, Helen Shuckman and Dr. Fetford. And so we did a segment on Thursday, and he talked from a psychological standpoint of all the defense mechanisms we use in life. It was really informative and very cool. So you might want to check that out. I will. I will. What day was that? Thursday, 9-11. Okay. All right. I will. All right, dear. Well, I'm not going to keep you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. I'll talk to you soon, honey. You're welcome. Okay. All right. Bye. All right. All right. Bye. All right. That was uh, Kimberly from a previous segment about the owls, about the white owls, and um, that was a pretty freaky segment. Area code 716, you're up next, bringing you live on the air. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? My name is Audrey. Uh, Audrey, nice to meet you. I'm doing extremely well. How can I help you today? Um, well, I've, I was in a relationship, but I put my foot down with this man, but I keep on dreaming about him coming back and... Okay. Like we own this house, and he comes back, and he puts this ring on my finger, and I don't know. I just, I just keep on dreaming of him coming back, and I don't understand why. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, that's troubling, especially when you have it set in your mind that you don't want to go backward. Well, I do want. I'm. I want him to come back, but I don't know. I don't know, like you know, what's going to happen. So I don't know if I'm dreaming of this or if I'm having visions of this happening or. Okay. Let me just get a couple clarifying questions. In the dream, you own a house, but in real life, you both don't own a house together. Is that correct? Right. Okay. So that shows commitment. Daily commitment. Okay. Then he comes back. Which, how does he enter the house? Front door, uh, back door, side porch, window? How does he come in? Do you see this at all? 
Yeah, I see him coming in, knocking on my door, you know, and asking me to yeah, sitting down, talking with him, and you know, telling me that you know that things are he he like leveled everything out in his life, and that he wants to move forward, and okay, it's just really where I and I wake up and it's like I've been having him often. Okay, and then the ring that he puts on your finger, is that on your wedding finger, or is it right hand, left hand, a different finger? On my wedding finger, yeah. It is on your wedding finger. Okay, so that's obvious. Wedding finger, left hand. Okay. Here's what I feel, Audrey, is happening. When you own a house, that is when people, two people are in sync with each other. And it's your desire that you be in sync and that he be in sync and keep doing what he's doing. In other words, maintain that commitment on a daily basis to keep his life straight so that you can right. invite him back in. Make sense? Okay. I, the reason I asked about how he gets into the house, because I wanted to see, does he appear and disappear or does he... Is there a sneaky element to it, or is it a little more upfront? So what you described to me is that he knocks. And then I think you started to say, ask if he can see you, and then you sit on the couch and you start talking, and he explains how he's leveled things out. Did I hear that correctly? Yes. Okay. So what that is is a back-and-forth dialogue, a sharing of ideas, where, number one, I feel an opportunity to get this relationship back together. However, of course, it's dependent upon how you both communicate. I think you do a good job of it. It might have been a while in the, um, I want to say that it was difficult, but once you finally put your foot down, it was, uh, it was probably more strong than you meant. Or, you know, when things go on and on and you're like, I can't keep asking for this, now I'm telling you, that kind of feeling. Um, but in this dialogue, in the dream, he's sharing at the same level you are. You're both sitting on the couch. Did the couch have a color? Was it green or anything like that? Oh, my God, yeah, green. How funny you okay. say it. Perfect. Excellent. Okay. I think, oh. you know, I think there's a lot of love here. Otherwise, the couch would be a different color. Um, if grounding was necessary, the couch would be brown. If you needed to assert your personal power more, the couch would have been yellow. Does that make sense? Yes. It corresponds to the colors of the chakras, which are always evident in many dreams. But you're both in the same heart space, and he wants to. But I think you need a little more time to make sure that he's consistent. Okay. Has he has in waking life? Have you spoken to him, and has he been alluding to one way or the other, keeping to his promise? He wants to come back. What's happening in waking life? Um, he hasn't come back yet, so I don't know. I don't know. Um, he needs time like to heal. Patient. Yeah, I don't know. I just like on a waiting thing. Since I put my foot down, I haven't. Hasn't right. made contact yet. Now, as long as far as the ring is concerned, I want to kind of dig into that and peel back some layers so that you can get a better understanding. Because it might seem literal, 
but I, I, I can't let it go with that. Okay, Audrey? Okay. Okay, obviously, to right out of the gate, it's talking about a commitment or a goal. Um, what's happening with it is highly significant. Did he... How did he get it onto your hand? Did he lift your hand gently? Like, give me a feeling of, was he aggressive about it? Did he ask for your hand and slipped it on? Did you feel hesitant? Give me some emotions here and action. Um, I was sitting on the couch, and he actually got up from the couch, and he kneeled onto the floor, and he grabbed my hand and just he put it on my finger. And Okay. Did you have a feeling of yes or no or hesitation? Oh, I was like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> okay. Oh, you were elated by this. When he kneeled on the floor, was, was it his left or right knee? Um, It was his right knee. Okay. This feels like to me, did it have any particular look about it? Was it a band of gold? It was a thick band of white gold. Okay. Oh, it was white gold. Interesting. Okay. Do you like white gold? Is that something you would choose for yourself? Yeah. Okay. So that might be personal preference, but I'm going to go further and say white is spiritual. So on a spiritual level, what's also happening with you, Audrey, is you are making a commitment to yourself where you said you would put your foot down in the relationship, which, which meant you had to assert the masculine side of yourself, the thinking aggressive side, the decision-making side, and said, no, this isn't going to go this way anymore. You need to make a decision, and it needs to go this way. So you had to assert yourself in order to do that. Now, he, in the dream, could be himself, but in many dreams, they represent an aspect of us, a very close aspect, since you're so in love with him. So this is something that you've needed to come to grips with, make friends with, and reintegrate into yourself, that you can make a balanced decision. That's what would be indicated by that promise of getting married is that integration of both sides on equal level as a partnership, not out of balance wherein there was no scene in the dream where you're hysterical crying and the emotional side of you isn't handling things very well. I know you miss them. I know you're anticipating and you know you need to be patient. But this is telling you that this is what's happening at much deeper levels in addition to wishful thinking. Make sense? Yes, it does. Okay. It is also, an an act like that is something that's kind of public, and that deepens the commitment because now you've stated something in front of other people. Like, you know, if you walk around with a ring, you're basically declaring to the world, I'm betrothed, right? Right. Okay. So this is a way of taking a thought that's kind of put on the back burner in the recesses of our mind, and bringing it to the forefront of our mind, making a commitment to it, and then having the confidence to display it outside of ourselves without worrying about repercussions, criticism, or who's looking. Make sense? Oh, yes. Can I assume it was daytime in this dream? Yes, it was. Okay. I really think that, give it time, ultimately the decision is up to him. You can't make it for him. When we have to give people ultimatums, depending on what it is they need to straighten out and their willingness and um, courage and strength to do that, it's up to them. But 
I think there will be an opportunity. And as long as it's on the up and up and everything's out front, I think the past can be healed, as is the case where he takes your left hand and puts the ring on it. I think at deep levels, this is what he wants. What he's going to do is up to him. You, could, you can predict right. that, but he can make a decision any second of any day and change everything. Does that make sense to you? Right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Is there anything else I can help you with, Audrey? I do wish you the best of luck in this situation. Are you, do you dream regularly? Oh, yeah, I dream about everything. <laughs> okay. Is there anything else I can help you with, another type of dream? Oh, no, I'm fine. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time. You're welcome. Thank you for calling in, and I hope you enjoy future segments. I'm here Wednesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. If you would tell friends on your social media, that would be a great help. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Take care. Okay, and don't forget you can submit dreams ahead of time. I can take a look at those. It allows me a a bit of a moment to collect my thoughts, and that would be um, easy to do. Just go to the website, fill out the form, and I'll send that along. So I will meet you all here next week at 3 p.m., whether you choose Wednesday or Saturday. Until then, everyone, God bless and be at peace. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.